Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. Woo! Welcome, Buzzers, to AfterBuzz TV's Lucifer After Show. We are on episode seven, entitled "My Little Monkey." You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Yes. I just want a slow '80s run for you guys. Damn! Sure the headlights behind you. Don't hold back. I'm just going to sing the chorus for you. Yes. I'm so glad we found this song. Yes. Yes. Okay, I'm sure you guys are tired of the singing. There we go. There we go. There's the chorus. Come on, Nick. Come on. Yeah, we need the lyrics up here. Okay, we're going to start the show. Hold on. I'm sure you're done with our singing. So, welcome to the Lucifer After Show, not karaoke night at Afterbus TV. I am so sorry. My name is Allie Gona Bradford. I'd like to welcome you and thank you so much for joining us on tonight's show. Be sure to follow all of us. I'm at Boys and Beauty 01. And before we get into the introductions over there, I just want to say make sure that if you are watching live, you are co-hosting live. All you have to do is join the hashtag, hashtag ABTVLucifer, and we'll read your comments, and you could be a part of this fun little party, Amy yes. style. <laughs> now go ahead and say hello. Yes, hi, I'm one of your hosts, I'm Ryan Graham, and you can follow me on Twitter at Ryan with two N's Graham, and on Instagram at Instagram. Nice, and I'm Samantha Benitz, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Samantha underscore Benitz, B-E-N-I-T-Z. Okay, so before we start this episode, I have a little message for all our ladies that are paying attention. <laughs> and gentlemen, too. I mean, you can get involved. <laughs> but the reason you get to watch these amazing after shows for free is because we partner up with some pretty fantastic people. And tonight, I want to share one with you because, you know, I am your beauty experts <laughs> of the evening. And so there's this really awesome product called Beauty Con Box. And it's pretty amazing. So get this, right? This thing, with it's got your Redken, oh, wow. it's got your face wash, uh, better than sex mascara. There ladies. you are. Sold. Men, you might want some too. I, will I mean, I don't know. But either way, so every season you get a box loaded with all these amazing goodies that I'm going to try not to drop. And it's worth $150 and you only pay $30 for it. Mm-hmm. So pretty cool. Deal and of the century. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You get it every season. You can either pay for it, the $30 shipping and handling, or you get an annual membership. And what's really cool is if you pay up front, you get $20 off. Oh. What's even cooler? Because because we love you, because the $20 off is from BeautyCon. 20% off is courtesy of AfterBuzz. So all you have to do is put in the promo code BUZZBOX, and then you will get 20% off and your $20 off if you do the annual package. So all you have to do is go to beautycon.com backslash box and sign up for this amazing stuff because I'm so excited. Like, literally, oh, so, don't draw this. Your can't even hold it how excited you are. <laughs> but anyways, now that I've gotten that conversation going, um, let's talk a little bit about Lucifer because he's pretty fabulous looking as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Good looking guy. Very much so. Very, very manscaped. Much so. But mm-hmm. you know what? There's a lot of Chloe action going on this episode. Yeah. And I really liked, I feel like, and I could be wrong, correct me, at home, in the uh, comment box. <laughs> yeah. But 
we got a lot of flashbacks, and I feel like this is the most mm-hmm. we've had yeah. at all. I was like, whoa, flashback central, because I, I I honestly don't remember too many flashbacks throughout the series Me at all. Like, so I'm like, at okay, all. so I, I love that they started throwing it at us, and I was like, when it first happened, I was like, whoa, this was a, an aggressive opening to the episode mm-hmm. to see yeah. someone get shot, and then we find out that it's Chloe's dad, and then we go into that story, and it's you see why Chloe got involved with the police enforcement and with law enforcement mm-hmm. and how she really followed in his footsteps and how this still affects her today. So right. it was kind of interesting and, and um, fascinating to see that new aspect of Chloe. Right. I know. I totally agree. I think this was like one of my favorite episodes so far of all the seasons and mm-hmm. the two seasons so far, and seeing all of these characters getting vulnerable for the first time to a point where I was like, wow, this show actually makes me want to cry, which usually TV shows won't really get me there. It takes me a while. I have to be super invested. And after watching, you know, all these procedurals, you don't really get too caught up with the characters per se. But this time I was like, wow, we're getting something from Dan. We're getting something from Lucifer, from Chloe. And hearing her backstory just makes you connect so much. And it made me realize, like, why she's such a passionate cop and it really just brought a lot of substance to the story I thought. Yeah. Yeah. I really liked actually the way they painted her father mm-hmm. because it was such a short scene but it told so much about the relationship and I love the fact because in the past we heard reference to you know the high school bathtub what was it hot tub? High yeah school? hot yeah. tub. <laughs> yeah and of course she was really embarrassed about it when it came up in, uh-huh. you know a long time ago but to hear her father even though he was like eh, you know whatever but he was so proud of her and there was the reference of you know Grandpa used to bring me these sandwiches every Thursday after acting class. Yeah. I'm like, wow! Like they obviously had a really great relationship, and not only that, he really supported her a lot. Right, mm-hmm. and it's it's cool to see that that um, artistic aspect of Chloe because I feel like in the show she comes across as this very rigid, rigid yeah. person. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of kind of cool to get this flashback of her when she was not so rigid, maybe or like you know she had a little bit more of her artistic side showing. And I was like, whoa, like that's kind of a fun little like snippet into her history you get to see a different aspect of her right um and so through uh, learning about her father's death um we see that the killer of her father is being released and that and that was kind of nuts Um, yeah but i think it allowed also some really great emotional moments for her character as Mm -hmm. well and a lot of things that she needed to deal with that maybe she hadn't dealt with because even trixie had said you know mom you don't ever talk about grandpa how come Mm -hmm. you know so it was i think also a healing thing too because even though in the past when she was a little girl this man was sent to jail i think as an adult there's Mm -hmm. just so much more peace of mind when you do know that this person is getting what they deserve right so I know. I thought that was such an interesting case and a compelling way to open up the show. It really just grabbed us. We were, as soon as the guy pulled up the gun, we jumped like three feet back. And, you know, just seeing the conversation that he had with the the dry cleaning person, right? Right. Um, you know, dry cleaning. Wasn't it was he conven- at a, it was he was at a store. No, no, no. The guy made him the sandwich. Oh, was it That's a sandwich? She, was, oh, yeah, because he said, I used to bring just, these sandwiches to my okay, every Thursday. I think I was shocked by the Hawaiian bread. I know. I didn't <laughs> even Hawaiian realize bread. where. I remember the Hawaiian bread, See, people. that's so good. I was so shocked. I think I forgot <laughs> I where like, he was. And oh, all I'm thinking are. is, oh, my goodness. I was just listening more to the conversation between the characters. And I love how he was so proud of his daughter. Yeah. And despite him saying, like, yeah, there's that scene in there. And, you know, that little <laughs> moment they had right yeah. before. But even the moment before his death, even when he says, like, no, 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 please, just wait. And the fact that there was no pause, it was just, you know, a shot to his death. Right. Which, you know what? Actually, now that you say that out loud, makes me think about the fact that, you know, later on we find out that this was a planned murder. It wasn't a heist, Uh if you will. And that should have been a dead giveaway right off the bat. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Not that that they had surveillance tape of it. Right. Yeah. Maybe uh-huh. they did. I don't know. Probably not the same way we have surveillance now. But right. Yes. Right. Um, but I will say, did anybody else get caught off by the twist as far as it being the warden? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't see that completely through me. I didn't mm-hmm. see that coming at all. Like, I was I was still on the, the this is Uriel. I literally wrote on a piece of paper, <laughs> Uriel set this up. I was ready for him to have done it because I was like, he's coming back and he set all these mm-hmm. dominoes up because they're trying to kill right. Chloe. I was obviously wrong. But <laughs> Well, I mean, the show has taken so much time right now to go into Lucifer's backstory, his right. family history. So maybe they just felt like it's time we discovered a little bit more of who Chloe is and what right. she's about. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So I think it was really a great direction for them to go. It was. It was really cool. Uh, We also got a a, a glimpse of Chloe and Dan's meeting. I was just going to talk about that. Adorable. So adorable. (laughs) (laughs) I love how she was just so young and heart then. You could just see she was like dropping her books and just new on the scene and trying to make a good impression and seeing her that vulnerable. And now she's just this like strong, powerful woman. It it was really interesting to watch Mm -hmm. because I think we all kind of go through that process in life where you're kind of like, oh, the newbie and getting used to it. (laughs) And then you learn the ropes, and then you're like a veteran, and it's great when you get there, but everybody goes through the process. So to kind of see Dan welcome her in, into the company, and he knew about her dad, so that was an an obvious connection off the bat. Well, here's the thing about Dan. Well, I've never disliked Dan. Obviously, I'm always team Lucifer. Lucifer, Yeah. Yeah. I love Tom Ellis. But I did really like the moment that they shared when they uh-huh. first met because obviously that's just foreshadowing right. their yeah. future. But a lot of this episode also did really emphasize the fact that Dan is connected to her in that way and he's also very sensitive. He mm-hmm. could tell every time something was wrong or she was upset. Mm-hmm. And then here's Lucifer like, what? how did you do that? Yeah. How did you do that? And his whole motive behind the Dan's formation was, well, <laughs> yes. Chloe. You know, uh-huh. but at the same time, like two seconds ago, bro, she was really upset. And you're like, let's talk. I have this thing. No, I have this thing. I lost this friend. You told me to be honest and it's all your fault. Oh, shit. Dan, how did you know she was upset? Yeah. Like, he's so, he's, <laughs> oblivious. he's so oblivious. And, well, and that's why I'm like, so you, you're team Lucifer. And like, not that I am team Dan, but I feel like Lucifer's motives are always tied back to Lucifer. And so part of me doesn't want him mm. and Chloe to end up together because he wants her, I feel like, because it's like a, it's someone who's denied him, mm-hmm. and that's why he wants her. And so this whole, like, I need to figure out how to, it's to me it feels like an angle, and I'm like, come on, come on, because I feel like Chloe deserves better than that. I don't know. <laughs> what are you oh, thinking no, over there? I want to hear. <laughs> I just feel like if this was a season ago, maybe you'd be right. Uh-huh. Maybe. But since it's not, I'm going to say that she is that girl for him. Right? Because Mm -hmm. I think he's experienced so many different feelings and emotions. And even if you look back, I'm going to skip ahead, but to the end of the episode when she hugs him and it's a weird, awkward, and he holds her, but then you see the head slightly start to rest on her. And it's almost, it was such a subtle nuance that Mm -hmm. Tom Ellis did as an actor, but shows on the inside, you know that feeling when you hug somebody and all of a sudden it's this release of like, (sighs) and that's what I saw. And again, a new emotion that he's never, never felt had. before. Mm-hmm. So I feel like anything that was superficial as far as like, I just want to bang this girl, it's changed because she's different and she's changing him. And who can't appreciate when someone is making you a better celestial being? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say human, but, but he's not quite that. Uh. <laughs> I know. And I think it was kind of cool that he helped out Dan and kind of got to see who he is this episode instead of just seeing him as Detective Douche. He got to see the guy behind it and see that he's going to these improv classes to kind of go through all these emotions. And I was thinking, like, wow, this is kind of really interesting. I love their dynamic. I love Mm -hmm. how they kind of, like, 
are angry at each other all the time, but yet there's that like underlying love for each other, and they kind well, of realize like, that we were both douches. We're both douches. Yeah. And they <laughs> both have that. Chloe's best interests yeah. in mind. So I think that's kind of like a uniting thing for them. Yeah. I did love seeing that kind of the the douchefer as they coined. <laughs> I loved seeing that romance come back because I was like, yeah. oh, last episode it was gone, and they're back at it. And I'm like, I yeah. love seeing them <laughs> to interact, and I feel like that had to be so fun as actors to be acting as the actor. And I was like, that right. seemed like it was they. You could tell that they really enjoyed doing it, and that yeah. they kind of played off of each other. Yeah. So kudos because that I really enjoyed all of those scenes together, and we did get to see a softer side of Dan and kind of mm-hmm. Dan being like, you know, Lucifer, like, you want to be like me, but I want to be more like you. And yes. it's like, they yes. they think that they're so different, but at the same time, they are so similar mm-hmm. and that they have some of the same struggles. And it's like, hey, like, mm-hmm. we, right. all, we all go through things and like, don't look at me. Don't look to me as some end all be all. Like, mm-hmm. right. I can never be the best version of you. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I wonder though about Dan? Okay, so the last thing I thought he was going to be doing was going to an improv yeah. house. Honestly, I thought he was at a masseuse parlor because I heard like these weird like massage. What is that? Yeah, I was like, this is sketchy. It's yeah. not a yeah. good look. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so when he was doing the improv, two things came to mind. One was like you said, like he's, he, in real life, I mean, he is an actor. He yeah. probably has done improv classes, and he's like, wow, this is home. Yeah. But the other thought was. Chloe was an actor. So yeah. what made Dan, his character, think, okay, to get my mind off of a divorce, I'm going to do something that clearly was a passion of my ex's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, is it something where he secretly had a passion for that too? Or is it him just, I don't know, in his own weird way, trying to connect back to Chloe through something she used she, to love? And I feel like that is, I didn't think of it that way, but that makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a way to be connected to Chloe without intruding on Chloe growing and changing as a person. Because I think he obviously still cares for Chloe, but like I think he also understands and is mature enough to go, I have to let go. We we have to move on. Mm-hmm. And so it's him finding a way to kind of still be connected, but not being connected to Yeah, right. and I thought that was a cool way for him to express himself because he's so rigid and just kind of like doesn't talk or joke yeah. all that much. But when he does, yeah. you're like, okay, I see it underneath there. And the fact that he was doing a Lucifer impression tonight shows that that was <laughs> funny. Maybe he knew that Lucifer was following him and, or maybe not. I don't think so. I think that he was just secretly so uh-huh. frustrated yeah. with him and that was his outlet to get it out like this mother fluffer yeah. is following me he's dressing like me he makes fun of me oh look at you you're boring and blah 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 yeah, yeah. your life is so simple and la 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 like I honestly think that was his version of venting because he can't vent to anybody else right. Right. he can't yeah. vent to Chloe because exactly. she'll be like shut up yeah, I mean it's so mean obviously he can't vent to Lucifer because mm-hmm. he won't care yeah. or, or obviously he does care that did that shock anyone else him getting so upset by it I was like no. this I, it was just weird to me because I'm like he seems so so secure in who he is that I was like yeah, and he was just doing it like to damn five minutes yeah, before, so I'm I, I like, guess it's a little hypocritical. It just you need to just let it. Not even, yes, hypocritical, but at the same time, I just caught me off guard because I'm like, Lucifer, you are a very confident person, so Dan making fun of you makes you upset? Like, that, I don't know, this struck me as weird. I was like, I Because well, like, it's the guy he's role modeling. I was just trying to, you are my role model. I'm yeah. trying to be like you, and you're, <laughs> you're making, making fun, fun of me. me. Okay. But really quick, I want to stop this, and yeah. I want to throw my attention to the chat because, of course, Booby 69 a name like that. And you would say that she thought that Dan went to the strip club. Well, yeah, well. Well. Mm-hmm. Um, RJ Martinez thought it was a crack house. Empress Beastie <laughs> said, me too, some kind of dive bar. Hashtag Douchefer. Team Douchefer. Maybe all of the above. It, maybe it was a strip club slash crack house slash Let's do some bar. improv. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Bring out the strippers. Exactly. Make an improv too. 
I know, that was cute. Hilarious. No Anyways, but hi to all of you guys in the yes. chat room. Thank you so much for joining us. Sorry it's taken us so long to look on over. I think we were just so immersed in our conversation. Mm-hmm. But keep on talking. We like it. <laughs> okay. I know, what an episode, though. Tonight yes. was like oh. crazy. So much good, good stuff. Episode. And what did you guys think about this Joe Fields character? How he got involved and then his family as well, his daughter. Well, first of all, an eye for an eye n- yeah. never made anything better. Like, mm-hmm. I understand that the, his daughter was really upset, but you really think going to kill some random girl is mm-hmm. going to be, like, make you feel better at night? I love, I think that that was an intentional, um, obviously it worked for the sake of the show because it's a, a crime show, but I think it also was an intentional kind of callback to the Bible because it's like an eye for an eye. That's mm-hmm. like from a Bible. So I think the show constantly has things that kind of mm-hmm. hint at like us reflecting on the Bible and taking it literally versus taking it and then applying it to our lives in a different way. Right. And I think that that's what one of those things was where it's like, although that option is available and it's a temptation from the devil, you as a human still have the choice to go, okay, I'm not going to do this. And it doesn't look like, um, I, I wrote down Joe Field's daughter's name. I think her name was Tina. Um, it didn't look like she was going to take the, the, the high road and not shoot her. Because had, no. had Chloe not have grabbed the gun and right. said, which was real slick and all good, by the way. Yeah, I was like, oh, God. That was a very scary scene for me. Yeah, like, we yeah. jumped no. three feet back again for the time. We were like, we can't handle this tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very, yeah. very scary, so. But the um, fact that Trixie came out kind of stopped everything in its tracks, right. which was a good thing. All she said was mommy, and I think that connected to the woman very much. She's like, oh, my gosh, I'm a mother. How can I rid another right. daughter of her mother right. by doing this, right. even though I'm hurting so much right now? Well, the part I actually really liked about the conversation, because I feel like Chloe handled that so well, and obviously mm-hmm. that's as a profession, yeah. she's used to high-pressure situations, but when Trixie came out and said, Mommy, what's going on? And she's like, I'm just, it's just one mommy trying to help another mommy, mm-hmm. and I think that was the straw that broke the camel's back. Like, the lady was already iffy, and obviously the gun got taken from her, but to hear those words, I think was so much, like, it just penetrated her to mm-hmm. where she's like, what, what am, am I doing? doing? You know, and I honestly thought that her father was still the killer and she was just looking at this video and, of course, through her rose-colored glasses, Mm -hmm. if you will, of course no one's going to think that their daddy killed somebody. But the fact that daddy was willing to leave his family to go to jail but to have money for his family to provide, Mm -hmm. I don't know how much of that I really agree with, to be honest with you. I know, it's a tough call. Was the mom around? Yeah, but here's the thing. You can't money... No amount of money is going to replace a parent yeah, that's missing. Yeah, this is true. This is true. Be poor and have two parents that love you mm-hmm. or have some money and have a daddy in jail and right. know that your daddy is in jail. What's that going to do And then thinking that he's a murderer. How do you On handle that? that? That's the worst part. I yeah. think you can know in your mind, like, okay, my dad's there and he's innocent. Like, And that still would kill people. Yeah. Like, how could you ever do that? You'd want to go and fight for justice every day. But the fact that he was an innocent man... But it was so interesting because they definitely framed it right where when he walked out he smiled at Chloe it was like oh hell no all I was thinking was like the audacity of that man but did that not strike anyone and it it comes out later that he wasn't smiling at Chloe which made sense because I was like how would he possibly know what what she looks looks like like. that's why I thought when he smiled I was like that seems weird I I wrote that down I was like how does he know what Chloe looks like to smile (laughs) and then like it comes out that he wasn't smiling at Chloe but I was like did no one else like Chloe should have been like how would but she's too busy being in her head, in, personalizing yeah, the whole thing. I get it, because I, I would think the same thing. But I'm just like, mm, he wouldn't know what you look like. Yeah. But mm-hmm. uh, no, yeah, I, I do think that they framed that right. The other thing is that I want to look legally into this, because I feel like 
a confession video, like, I feel like regardless of what you worked out with your lawyer, you could not hide that from the police. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like that's a conflict of interest and that's, like, obstructing justice. So, right. I feel like that would have been put into evidence. So, I thought that that was kind yeah, of Yeah, and it was from dad, 16 years ago on the like, night. Wouldn't you want to give yeah, that to I'm them? Like, like you know, right. that was a personal tape, but right. for this occasion, I think I'll slide it on right. out. Yeah. Right. Well, weird. you know what's crazy is it also shows how good Chloe is at her job because mm-hmm. I would have been so busy looking at this man's confession that I wouldn't have noticed the sign that was behind him according yeah. and the time and the three minutes separation yeah. from Koreatown to this location like you are just so good On at point. your job mm-hmm. yeah, yeah she is she's a great detective <laughs> so. I know and that's what I love about her I feel like every episode I actually look forward to her character even though she's not always doing the most it's like she's just very um, reliable and you love that about her you feel like she's like the person in your real life in the day to day that is yeah. always there for you and mm-hmm. I respect that and like seeing now her with Maze living there as well and like Maze being vulnerable this episode for the first time yes was just mind blowing I loved it I was thinking this is the softest side of her I've ever of seen mm. well, we saw her trying she felt hurt obviously because mm-hmm. she lost a friend it's her first friend the first time she's lost a friend and had those feelings right. um, and at the same time too trying to find her place amongst this world yep. you know and then of course Trixie's always the one giving the wise advice and just you know do what you love yep and, and I think that it was, like, it's important that she was going to Linda to try to, like, I, I want to talk to my friend. I think it's important to see because last episode we saw Maze and Trixie have a connection. I think that was the first time Maze really had a human mm-hmm. kind of see her in a, a not-demon way. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I think she is on this quest now to make connections with people beyond just being like little meat sex because like you mm-hmm. she always right. refers to humans in yeah. like some yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> way. i think it's cute that she calls her a little human yeah a little but human, you would like... think okay chloe you've heard all these stories from lucifer i'm the devil i'm this and i'm that don't you find it weird that these yeah. people are like walking around calling your daughter like a little human or a few like most people <laughs> don't refer to other people right. as like little humans or this human or that human like yeah <laughs> A little strange, right? Uh-huh. Especially for her to be a detective. It's like, yeah, you think she would pick up on... Yeah, she but, picks yeah. up on everything but that, which <laughs> but is, them. like, the funny part. <laughs> oh, yeah. But uh, I, oh, oh, sorry. I just... I think Maze wants to not be seen as evil mm-hmm. anymore, because I think that for so long she was evil. Yeah. And now she's, she's like, I'm not. I'm yeah. not. But she still embraces her sexual I mean, she side. Is, yes. <laughs> the but, maid, but the topless is, maid. Yeah. She's like, but I actually have to clean. <laughs> but why does that have to be evil? Sex isn't evil. Like, it well, doesn't... no, but she, well, I mean, but she's very promiscuous about her sex. Uh-huh. Okay. There's making love, there's sex, and there's the fluff word. Yeah. yeah. She's all about the fluff. Yeah. <laughs> but you never she know. Is. She might find love. Amenadiel. There was there were some emotions uh-huh, there. There yeah. was some. And Still, I think there's some residual. I uh-huh. think I think that that'll reconnect be those characters. Yeah. And yeah. See what happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, somebody. Nope. Ne- uh, hi, Cheyenne Nina, who loved the girl talk. <laughs> <laughs> Little human and method actors. Oh yes, Lucifer does call Trixie offspring. That's a common one. Yeah. Um, speaking of RJ, method actors. I love that Ella said too. <laughs> Lucifer. Oh, new role. Yeah. <laughs> when he's dressed like Dan. Oh, yeah. cool. <laughs> That was so cute. I love Ella's character, and I really hope that we get to see her, because she's, like, very comedic relief right now, Mm -hmm. and I I just hope that we get to see a little bit more of her backstory and some more insight into her. Yeah. Did you guys notice her moon pendant tonight? No. No. So she had a neck, and I feel like wardrobe is very important, and I feel like that is a subtle hint that she is more connected with the she's spiritual, spiritual side than we uh-huh. think. Yeah. Okay. So I, I think there's like... Maybe she's an angel. <gasps> bah, bah, bah. She's a sister. Wouldn't, wouldn't that be crazy if she turns out to be Lucifer's that sister? That would be cute. And I liked how she helped Chloe tonight without oh, being yeah. asked. Like, I was thinking, like, that's a homegirl move. Like, that's right. what you need from somebody. Don't even ask. They can see the stress on your
your face. Yeah. Like, help right. me, okay? Right. Do I have to beg for help? And she's not that type of person. Chloe will do everything by herself. When everybody was of like, course. can I yeah. help Dan? You know, Lucifer, she was like, no, no, no. And the fact that she went the extra mile to be like, oh, I actually already started bringing the boxes. Right. I was like, oh my God, that's that's awesome. I love her character, and I'm, I'm excited to see her grow. Yeah. Sure, I, I know I'm like, will. more and more. Yeah. I like how she, you know, interacts with Lucifer, too. So I feel like she's definitely going to give us yeah. something. And down the line, now that you said the moon necklace, I'm like, what do they got planned? Like we'll get, I think we get little snippets every time that's like, okay, that's cute. And that just hit me. And I was like, that seems very, very interesting. Ew, look, Samantha, we're goddesses. <laughs> Hold on. Thanks, DB. Oh, you wah, wah. I know. I'm sorry. That's I'm okay. sorry. Did you want to be uh, a no, goddess, no, too? No, I mean, it, it would be nice. But, uh, <laughs> Tell that's DB. okay, DB. It's cool. No, I, I am lucky to be here with two goddesses. So. Oh, thank oh, you. Somebody God. said we are the best. And I just want to say thank you so much because yeah. you guys are the yeah. best. Oh. always interacting with us. And watching, and like, on time. Yeah. Because yeah. y'all know Cali time. We are, like, the la- outside of Hawaii. <laughs> we are, like, the last people to go to bed. So uh-huh. for some of you guys, it's, like, 3 a.m. Oh, and you're, you're staying up. Uh, what, Empress BC, aren't you in the Caribbean somewhere? I mean, like, <laughs> actually... Hold on, you guys are like only three hours different. I was in the Caribbean like a month ago. <laughs> Lies. Lies. You're not as dedicated as... No, I'm just kidding. JK, JK. Okay, let's talk about the episode, shall we? We talked about Maze. Mm-hmm. Let's talk a little bit about her interaction. Excuse me, as I mm-hmm. kick stuff down here. <laughs> um, let's talk about her interaction with Dr. Linda, because Dr. Linda is obviously still in a place of fear. Right. Understandable, but when she first kicked the check back under the door, I was like, no, no. you did not. Yeah. I know. So mean. I felt really bad for Maze. Like, in that moment, I li- my heart literally sang for Maze, and I was like, no, like, I really want someone to, like, like be Maze her is, friend. Yeah, be her friend, because she seems so, so sweet. sweet. Like, this is the one time she's going to open up to, and it's going to be one of those things. If you shut her down now, she's going to have the wall high as the ceiling. You oh, know? Yeah, and, like, for she's sure. She's not going to want to trust anybody in the future. So this is, like, really important that Dr. Linda give her a chance. I, I was worried about the same thing. I was like, if no one ever treats Maze the way she wants to be treated, she's just gonna go back to her old ways and like be like, okay, everyone thinks I'm a demon. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone only thinks I'm just be a demon. Yeah, so might as, yeah, it's like the self-fulfilling prophecy. Like everyone just keeps telling me this, so I might as well just be mm-hmm. it. And so I, it was nice to see Dr. Linda kind of reconsider and go, oh, okay. And uh, it was important what she said to her. She goes, Yes, um, yes, okay. I was gonna bring that up. She was like, Well, what's changed? Like, right. I, like and like I feel like that can be related to so many other things. It's like when you have a family member who comes out, it's like, what's changed? Like you love this person and you like them so much, the only thing that's changed is a title or right. a little bit new piece of information. That didn't change the character, that didn't change their actions. You're so right. But yeah. You still love them. So, yeah. So, you know I'm a demon. So what? Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, interesting. I don't know. I just... I still feel like the show is, like, slowly changing us into thinking that the devil's cool. Um, and so, maybe we'll all just be like, yeah, worshiping, <laughs> worshiping <laughs> Satan isn't so bad. Yeah. I don't know. This is just a crazy idea. It's funny, I though. I was thinking that. I was thinking, you know, Dr. Linda seems like a godly woman, if I were to guess. Like, she seems yes. very, you know, worried about doing the right thing, um, taking care of people, and just kind of always making sure she has their best interest. So, I think when she has the assumption or the stereotype in her head of what the devil and demons would be like and the mm-hmm. fact that they're so starkly different than what she imagined it's like okay if I'm in cahoots with them does that make me inherently bad but really it doesn't and I think that was kind of the argument she had within her head if I were to guess because she's a psychiatrist so right. obviously she's going to go you know all the wheels are rolling well it's she's interesting very mental because she kept on saying mm-hmm. I'm glad you said that she kept on saying but you're a demon and Lucifer is the devil mm-hmm. How can we be friends? Right. You know, and that goes back to what you were saying, and I'm just going to apply it to life, and that's like your best friend that comes out, and you're like, well, 
now that I know you're gay, how can we be friends? Well, how can we not be friends? Like, yeah, we've we always been friends were, before. We were friends up until this point. The only thing that's happened... And I'm now, not into you, bro. Yeah, right. So. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like the only thing that's changed is you know me a little bit better. Yeah, like, right. literally, that's the only right. thing that's changed. So, right. really, come on. Like, why mm-hmm. can't we be friends? And, right, and especially from a psychologist. Yeah, what, like, you, come on now. <laughs> I know, and it was cute because Maze went the extra mile to get a job, and she becomes a bounty hunter, which I'm like, yes. Uh, dude, right? you can get paid to people. She was so Excited. Dude, yeah. that's the perfect yeah. job for her. And whoever thought of that genius, it was. I literally love it. it I, I did. I think I thought it was really cool to see Maze kind of get into something, and like I'm excited to see where she goes. With yeah, that, she think, brings her little check, yeah, and she's, she's like, so proud. And they're gonna go out for a girls' night. I'm like, yeah, that'll bond you two. And like, that's exactly what needs to happen in order to see like the softer side of Maze. Because up until this point, she's been pretty like stern, and yeah. she's not always open. But she's fun. Like, you mean you saw that girls' night episode, and they yeah. had a blast. Yeah. yeah. So it's just kind of like getting her out of her box. And I think with Dr. Linda and now Trixie and Chloe, we're just going to see a lot more of her. And then now that Amenadiel is also very vulnerable, it's like this is just going to change up everything because everybody's kind of in the same box, but all just different storylines. Right. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Because I'm other, about to change something. Oh, no. so you go on ahead. <laughs> the, the la- the, like with Maze being a bounty hunter and her bringing the warden to um, Chloe, the thing that I thought was really interesting about that is that as we see the celestial beings become more human, we see them, or Chloe specifically, because she had that moment where I was like, okay, she might really shoot the warden. Mm-hmm. So it's like, she's becoming less human? And I was like, it's, is it like this weird like juxtaposition Shift, where yeah. like people are shifting? And then the other thing that comes with that scene is that there's a constant reminder and another callback to the Bible that like the devil will be tempting you and we as humans still have free choice but they were tempting her they like don't you want to get punishment and it's like it was cool to see mm-hmm. that scene where they were like literally the devil on her shoulder because she was standing there with the gun and they were like don't you want to punish him and point. she made the decision yeah. to not do it and it's <laughs> like it is like literally the Bible being like yes the devil will tempt you but that does not mean you yeah, have to lose your humanity and she had a tear coming yeah. down I was like ooh she's She's in the moment yeah, right now. She about yeah. It. So, and the fact that that guy was so smug about it, like, yeah, yes. he went a little too far. Like, You're like, Argh. let me rip that tape off one more time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I don't know. It's funny because the tape had lip marks on yeah. it. I was like, that's did you gotta hurt his lips? I think you did. <laughs> you don't even need a beauty con box. You just need some duct tape. Anyway, but I actually did want to get back into that conversation that she had had with him because, you know, he was like. As soon as she pulled out the gun, and first of all, you're responsible for a lot of murders, okay? And he's over here, like, just totally chickening out over the gun, like, don't shoot me again! I'll give you all my players, I'll give you money, and she's like, fool, you took my dad. Mm -hmm. And just know... That John Decker's daughter got you. Yeah. Oh, got yeah. you. Did I say John? Did I say Joe? Did I totally mess up the name? And I'm No, oh, it's like, John. Joe is the murderer. Okay. John Decker's daughter got you. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's all you need to know. Yes. That was a powerful moment. That was yeah. a good moment of redemption for her. And I felt like, okay, this is really going to put her on a good place. So now, now we know that her past, like just a little puzzle piece of why she is the way she is. So that's yeah. going to really be something for the future, I think. It was just a little seed for tonight to see. And now that she's learned and realized the power of her skills and, like, them all working together to figure this out. Because that was a group effort tonight. Yeah. Like, it wasn't just two of her, three of them. It wasn't no. just Lucifer's stare this time. They had to put in work and, like, do a lot of background. They're so. becoming a good team. Mm-hmm. They really are. And I think that now Maze has more of a purpose on the team. Yeah. Because she was always, like, a utility player. But now she, like, actually Bounty has Bounty hunter. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. She legitimately is Lucifer with the eyes and her. Yeah, it does. It does. I have to talk about this. Uh It's a very, very important matter in this television show that I did not bring up. Uh Uh-oh. Can we just talk about how Detective Juice 
Juice? Juice. <laughs> I like it. Juice. Let's start this conversation over. I just ruined my intro. Rewind. Take that. Put it back in my mouth. What I was trying to say is, I was trying to be suspenseful. Mm-hmm. Detective douche. Uh-huh. Ladies. Ladies. And a few gentlemen. Oh. He has ass. <laughs> like, like, wow. Really legitimately, though, like, it's like, where, oh where was this hiding? Like, I was like, whoa. Yeah. I literally <laughs> cannot. As soon as you pause for a moment, I was like, I know exactly where she's going. And yes, that towel scene was everything. Was like, oh, okay. So that, oh, yeah, it was definitely one of those, like, Okay. Didn't know okay. those are hiding under there. Yeah, like, yeah. wow, why don't think, you do more shirtless yeah. scenes? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, mean, I think even <laughs> Lucifer was like, wait, huh? Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, I like Tom Ellis, but he's a little soft compared yeah. to him. Like, okay. Oh, my gosh, it was so funny seeing them walk up to this killer, you know, this guy who leads everything, and they're just in their little towels and flip-flops. <laughs> yeah. like, and don't startle him. He's right. like, hello. <laughs> My name's Dan. Exactly. Like, why, I, why? And I want to kill Lucifer Morningstar. Like, that was funny. And I was thinking, is this going to come back to bite him in the end? Because I was thinking maybe yeah. if he wasn't expecting at the wrong time, then that would happen. So I'm just laughing because apparently I just started a hashtag. Hashtag. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> Whoopsie. Oh my God. Abs team. Yeah. Yes. Fire. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. Does need to hit the gym. That is true. Aww. And only in comparison to Dan, though. Like, yeah. Name. Like, yeah. Sorry, dudes. Rich. All the dudes yeah. watching the show are like, can we get... Who is this lead host? Who hired her? Good Lord Jesus. Okay. Anyway, going back to that scene, though, it was an important scene. Yes. Because we did get to see Lucifer say, I want you to kill Lucifer Morningstar. And everything that's coming out of his mouth is his absolute truth. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? And then, of course, Dan has a little bit of, oh, yeah, he's an ass. Yeah, like um, a little jab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And of course, the chair in the top was a guy going, I can tell you guys have a real hate for this man. <laughs> Lucifer's like, yeah. We that do. was a good approach, though, because he said he was the human lie detector. So it was like, if you didn't keep it real with him, he was going to get mad. And he had all his boys right there. But it's like, what can you do in a towel? I don't know. <laughs> you know. Well, and I think it's important because we, we see how affected Lucifer really mm. is by his actions and right. by what he's what's transpired with him. Because he's like, I'm just a wrecking ball. I, or not a wrecking ball. I forget the exact word as he says but he's mm-hmm. like I just Loose hurt cannon. everyone yeah. yeah he's like I hurt everyone and like and that is his truth he honestly feels like everywhere he goes he's hurting more and more mm-hmm. people and I think he's still reflecting on the killing his brother and with uh, Dr. Linda I think he's really trying to deal with a lot going yeah on, so. I know so interesting and we saw that little snippet about Uriel which we are not sure if he's gone forever so I don't know it's gonna yeah. be you better save that for predictions young mm-hmm. lady hmm. I'll be good <laughs> uh, sh- <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna let you guys that are watching live, get into your predictions, start typing away, putting them in the comment box so that we can get into news and gossip, and we'll do that while you guys predict, and then we'll pull your box up. Yes. After Buzz TV News. So y'all know I like pictures, I love behind the scenes stuff, and I wanted to show some for you. So this is the first one. I don't know what scene this is, but clearly the person on the gurney is not that dead, because she's taking instructions from somebody. You can, she's laying down, you can see her face is like, huh? Do you less, do, do less. Right? Be more dead. Yeah. Be more dead. Okay, no problem. Anyways, and then this one I just thought was funny too. I don't know where this is, as if this is LA, Chicago, Times Square, not Times Square. But anyways, for those of you who are listening on the podcast, it's a big picture of Tom Ellis on a big LED, LED, LCD? Uh, LED. There you go. One of those screens. It yeah. says, I hope you all... Wait, what? I hope all these big awards nominees don't forget, forget, forget to, to thank, thank me. me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's funny. Yeah. Anyways, I just thought it was cute. All right. Next picture. 
And then that's Trixie. Oh Oh my gosh, they're so so cute. So cute. And obviously he's a daddy, so I'm sure he's excellent with her, but I just thought that was the cutest picture ever. And then this one's a really good picture. Personality, and I love it. <laughs> She's like, bend over, please. Yeah, that's snap, exactly what snap. it looks like. And look at his face. He's like, mm. <laughs> He's like contemplating, may I like this? Yeah. I might. <laughs> I might. And then, of course, uh, what kills me about this scene, what kills, not kills me, but... Okay, cool. Like, Dr. Linda and Maze are having a little bit of fun. <laughs> Dude, she's in heels. Maze yeah, is in she heels. Is. Yeah. She's pa- practically half of a back bend carrying another person's uh, weight. But she's cool. She's that hey, back she's bend is impressive, she's a demon. though. She can do it. Right? It's all that strength. And I'm like, this is my favorite picture. Of course, there's got Menadiel in the background just peeping over the bed. And <laughs> oh Maze just, she's looking so cute. She That's is. so she's cute. That's my favorite type of comforter. <laughs> uh, we're talking about and this is, the, this is the best picture this is my last picture from the episode with I don't know if this happened yet or not but the fact that she looks like a crazy twacked yeah. out doll with the one eyeball you know that doll with the, yeah, right like there Chucky hey girl yeah. yeah there's always that doll with the one broken eye right the mm-hmm. 80s doll terrifying anyways those are my, my pictures it's not very newsy it's not very gossipy but it's just fun to see our favorite characters having fun yeah. on the scenes you it know? is very fun <laughs> So that leads us to our predictions. I'm going to say, yeah, we have our box pulled back up. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Your yes, predictions. RJ Martinez had said he thinks that Uriel's coming back, which I, I agree. Think you I'm think. with you, RJ. I'm so with you. Let's see. Scroll. So many captions for these pictures. Tots adorable? Totes. Totes. Oh. I think, I think <laughs> Excuse me. I think there's a missing E, but yes, we get the, oh, we get the cinnamon. Oh, oh, oh we got. <laughs> okay, well, anyways, keep going with your predictions. We have a little bit of a delay on our side, but we did see Mama trying to coax yeah. um, Lucifer uh, to go back, yeah. go home, because he's like, I'm not going to hell. Heaven, go home. Yeah, he's like, that this is big. my home. Mm-hmm. So I think the fact that he said this, I think that that was kind of another, like, oh, hell on earth. Like, this is my yes. home, and he is the ruler of hell, so... Hell on Earth. That's what I thought. I don't no, know, no, no. Like it's not that Earth is his home. <laughs> Chloe is his home. Oh, mm. precious. That is kind of really cute. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow. I know. It's interesting. I think, to me, it's still suspicious. Why, all of a sudden, would God want all of them to go home? I think By the, mom. the mom's orders. Oh, is that what she was saying? I thought she was just trying to say, we. I think she wants to She go wants home. to, but she hasn't. Well, because she kept on saying, you know, I feel like they were alluding to the fact that Lucifer was trying to do his whole hypnosis thing mm-hmm. to mom what do you want most and she's like my family mm-hmm. and I don't know if he really was hypnosising her and yes, she probably is up. immune to it she's like mm-hmm, my family yeah and I, I made this answer I don't know uh, somebody Ivan Soto says Lucifer and Chloe will kiss next week I like you even more Ivan <laughs> Let's see, Lucifer, whoa, Star Drew, I've not seen you before, hello. I think the goddess queen will have something on an evil plan to turn everyone to turn on God. Oh. Okay, okay. So, Daniela Musella, Michael, Gabriel, Raphael, are we talking about Ninja Turtles? (laughs) Which actors would you like seen in these roles? (laughs) Jason Isaacs. Okay, well, anyways. So many comments. I love, thank you so much for commenting. Yeah, I like the box is (laughs) going. Boom, boom. I know. She said Charlotte hates Earth. So, yeah, to me it's interesting, and she's overlooking this grave. And what we were asking, was there a body in there? Did you guys notice that, or did it seem like an empty grave? We couldn't really tell if she was trying to tell him it's time to go home, both uh, literally and... And figuratively. Yes, exactly. Because it did, to us, it looked like there was a body. And I agree with you, RJ. I think that we will see the return of Uriel. I do. I honestly thought he set up tonight's episode, but I was wrong, so... (laughs) 
I didn't see the body in the bottom. <laughs> I thought that it was a grave that she dug for Lucifer. Like, go ahead. <laughs> Jump in. <laughs> go along now. Let's start. Yeah. I know. To me, if they're going to show heaven, that would be just uh, an awesome thing because I think fans are super interested in it. But mm-hmm. then again, like I wonder how they're going to angle it because it doesn't seem like it's going to be so much of a supernatural show that I'd be interested to see how they're going to approach it. I don't. I because I, I, you're right. I don't feel like it. It doesn't have the same vibe as supernatural. Right. Exactly. So I feel like it would be very different. But I feel like we're not going to see heaven for a while. Yeah. I feel like we're going to go through a long period of not talking to God. I like. I, I feel like it's going to be this like conflict for. Wow. Mm-hmm. Hold on. I'm sorry. Casket oh, no. fan one. Uh-oh. That's a little dark. But um, oh. that I you're. Uh, okay, I think mom wants to take over heaven. Yes, 100%. Mm-hmm. So I think you guys are just in the same boat as we are for mm-hmm. the most part. Um, I think that wraps up our predictions. Yeah. We're running out of time. Yeah. Oh, that was interesting. Full of noises here. Anyway, um, so what I want to do right now is turn to the front so you can see all of us as we shout our goodbyes to you. Thank you again so much for participating live with us. If you can't participate live, that's okay. We love when you leave comments below. You can also do that on iTunes. I'm Ellie Kona Bradford taking a breath <sighs> before I spit out the rest of my information. Please follow me at Boys and Beauty 01 and of course I have a podcast called Hollywood Shit. I always like to say shit because we talk about all the shit that happens here in Hollywood good, bad, and everything in between so look for those links on my Twitter. Find me on Instagram Ellie Kona. Nope, that's not my Instagram. Boys <laughs> underscore and underscore beauty underscore Ellie Kona. Lots of good stuff there and also of course my co-host. Awesome. I'm Ryan Graham. You can find me on Twitter at Ryan with two Instagram and on Instagram at Instagram. Samantha Benitz. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Samantha underscore Benitz. And until next week mwah, 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 hugs, kisses, and everything in between. Goodbye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Bye, boo! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 